0: Have
1: you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast?
0: Prove that I, I can play at that level some of my best games or against some of the top teams in the world.
1: Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app.
0: OTB GAA The Football Pod on Off
1: The Ball
2: in partnership with AIB
1: Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship
2: Check out hashtag the toughest for more.
1: Hello there and you're very welcome along to episode 29 of the Football Pod, season 3 of the Football Pod with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue James, you're in Kerry, how are things? Things are, as always, brilliant down here <laughs> All good in the hood That's not what you were saying before we started here, there's a bit of kind of
0: internal strife <laughs> Internal strife? Are you over the county league? Yeah No, no strife, no strife okay. We were very unlucky, second place But it was one of our, our best finishing in a couple of years, so we're happy enough but um it all came down to the final day. Um yeah, some convenient results <laughs> to happen, but we want, we took care of our own business. We we beat Kearns and Ratley's reigning monster champions, so okay. we were happy enough with how it went, but we just came second to the Crooks who won it. They got a they drew on the final day. Okay. Uh to just get the point that they needed. Paddy, we, uh, we might just move on now. No, because, I heard uh,
2: something. I'm over at West Clare, obviously, for the weekend. But I heard something. There was a lot of people talking about this down here. Well, Croak's up to something. They've scammed the draw, have they? <laughs> that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's, like you. that's like you and
1: Larry. The That's the rumours I heard no, no, over at no, West no, Clare. A lot no. of people were talking about this. But anyway. So, Paddy, usually... Your usual gatherings in West Clare are usually with the Dublin footballers, um, but this week it's been with the uh, entire Andrews entourage. Yeah, there's about 30 of us, an influx of yeah. androids
2: over to uh, over to West Clare since Friday. So we're recording, was it Monday afternoon? So it's been a very, very busy couple of days. Uh, we've been all over West Clare. I'm only back from doing beg myself, uh, playing a bit of golf this morning. The great David Tuberty, Lovely. National League all-time yep. top scorer. Uh, had a chat with him, he helped get us out there and do big earlier on. And we're off for dinner yeah. over in Spanish Point then, so we're back out that way again. So it's all action and then back to reality tomorrow. But uh, beautiful, we were, we're watching, we were in dueling yesterday, and O'Connor's watching the hurling, and ooh, just didn't happen for the lads, did it? Oh, but what about that save? Owen oh, Murphy,
0: oh, oh. Uh, the greatest save I've ever incredible. seen,
2: incredible, incredible, Unbelievable Like, there's no way he knows what's happening, he's just a reflex incredible save the whole place we're in a you know Tommy O'Connor's right. full house there and Todd Clare O'Donnell gets the corner. this is it
1: it's gonna happen and then that save at the end unbelievable hey Owen Murphy pulls that out of the bag he's done it a couple of times he's pulled out saves like that but that is the best
0: I've ever seen from him like clutch stuff unbelievable yeah no it was phenomenal but what kind of pace did he get on the on the, on the shot did he kind it's of top proper- it a little bit
1: well, it was such a... It was nearly such bit of shot from Duggan. Duggan reacted volley, to the kind of... A volley, yeah. A volley full tilt and just... To touching it onto the bar.
2: It doesn't always look better if you touch it onto the bar. Like, yeah. And,
0: yeah. Uh, and it was best-case scenario as well. But even just... Because even if it hit the bar and came out to someone else, but it, they got away with it. But Shane O'Donnell's but hey, goal was Shane absolutely, absolutely goal. unbelievable yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was like Conor,
1: Clifford, that just was shoving it off. An ox. But aren't the, aren't the fine lines, lads, just unbelievable especially like when you're looking at hurling there like Limerick's two goals at the weekend referee plays advantage Morrissey plays it into Galan advantage allowed goal Galan's second goal bang off the crossbar he gets the equaliser back in the net Limerick uh, referee pulls advantage back after Laurel drops it and Roger scores that goal. And then Dugan Shock comes off the crossbar and lands into a K- Kilkenny player's hand. Clare will have a lot of regrets about yeah, how their 2023 20, has gone. Will. I think they will. But it's a re- rematch. Yeah, be the rematch. Kilkenny Limerick again.
0: That was some final last year. So, so look. Two points in it, was it last time? Four. Four. It Was a four? But anyway, lads. You still you still fancy, you still fancy Nimerick, you wouldn't
2: do, you? Never write off the favourites, lads. We've seen that last weekend in the football. But Let the Hurling Pod talk about the Hurling. This is the, fo- this okay. is the football week. The this semi-finals. The, the, only finals,
1: the only show in oh. town. And the Talton Cup. It's a busy weekend ahead. Exactly. Massive, massive For weekend sure. ahead. Exactly, yeah. And it's a big weekend the pod. Last week we announced our road show. Um, we are in Crow Park on the 27th of July. I lovely. Paddy and James didn't even have time to put up a tweet when I was asking them to the tweet. sold that they out already. Too. The tickets are sold out. <laughs> oh my! It was fast. God. That was really, yeah, really, really good to see you. So thanks a me to everybody who supported the show. We're going to have a great night on the 27th. We're going to have a tight turnaround now from the semi-finals this weekend yeah. to try and get some uh, guests. But we might call in a couple of your friends, lads. We'll see how the games go this weekend. So, oh, that's
0: that. Yeah, we need a couple of good guests. Yeah. To- and we've always delivered
1: Like Mark Keith Higgins Michael Meehan, Yeah, They've been our roadshow guests before Yeah we we've been lucky yeah. we guests
0: to
1: be fair Yeah, yeah. absolutely no, So bad. I'm looking forward to seeing What we come up with at that So that is going to be On the 27th of July And if you've been lucky enough To get tickets We'll see you in Crow Park That afternoon Evening that evening. Let's get into That evening Yes Doors at half six Trong went at half seven In the Hogan Hoganstown suite Let's get into This weekend lads We have got A Talchon Cup semi-final Between Mead and Down We have got Two All-Ireland semi-finals. We've got Derry Kerry on Sunday and Mon- and Monaghan Dublin on Saturday.
0: Where do you want to start, James? We'll all start with Kerry, will we? Oh, ah, A Kerry, Kerry. Bit of enough for well, Kerry. All right, right. So we'll start, start, with, start with Monaghan then. Okay, go on. Start it <laughs> off with Monaghan. Wherever you want to go, Jimmy. Whatever I said you were going to go something else anyway. No, I don't mind. Where do you want to start, Tommy? You're the boss. Okay, right. Let's go with, um,
1: convince me how Derry are going to be Kerry this weekend
0: convince you oh, Derry are going to be Kerry I'll tell you what they, they're they up against it Um, it's definitely going to be a challenge for them but defensively is realistically where it's at for Derry they were tied against Cork but I still think they left a lot of pockets for Cork to shoot Cork just didn't have the, the quality you said it last week if Cork had a left footed shooter it would have made a massive difference if Cork yeah. had a left footed shooter Kerry have Kerry have David Clifford <laughs> Pawdy Clifford Paul Ganey is natural off right and left so is Dermot O'Connor Jack Barry's left leg they have players for those pockets so if Derry do drop off I think the Kerry can chip points I think that defensively is going to be very important for Derry and we said this so many times throughout throughout the two two years Derry don't have that many scores in them they're going to need goals they're going to have to be rootless in front of goal they're going to, need to, they're going to need to attack and go for the jugular. If they're doing those long attacks and they're chipping one one point every three attacks, it's not going to be enough because Kerry will still score 15 or 16 points. They're going to need at least two goals. And to go on to that, to add on to that, they can't concede a goal. Under no circumstances can Derry concede a goal. And if you look at their record over the last couple of years, they conceded two to Galway in that All-Ireland semi-final. They conceded five to Dublin in the league final. And they conceded another one against Cork. They're prone to leaking the odd goal. They need to tighten up in every game except for the Crow Park games. They seem to be able to be defensively solid, but in Crow Park, because it's so open, so spacious, they've just been caught a couple of times. So they, under no circumstances, they can they concede a goal. It's obviously a massive part of Kerry's defence that they've they've kind of shored up as well
1: over the last couple of years. Um, they were leaking goals before Paddy Talley came on board, and they've cleaned that up big time in the last two years. In terms of Derry's attack and going for goals, it's interesting you say that because Glenn, a big factor of Glenn's run to the All Ireland club final this year, was their pursuit of goals. And they have obviously eaten Doherty and a couple of the other forwards there. They've got Glass, um, they've, you know, through the spine of that team. So. Can they just switch it on for a game like this? Can you just do it like they did against Clare in Crow Park last year? Maybe that was a different prospect. They scored five goals that day. Do you think Gary, or Derry can switch it on and attack? Um, they're starting six the last way where Toner, Paul Cassidy, Eaton Doherty, McFall, McGuigan and Niall Lachlan.
0: I, d- I don't think you can you can turn it on. But at the same time, you can have a different focus. Like every day you're going to attack differently or you might have a different tactic in terms of how you're going to get scores. And we saw, well, Kerry said after that Clare game in the Munster Championship that they really went for the goals that day and they were able to to kind of to, to get them. I think that Derry have to have that focus of, if there's a goal chance, lads, just take that extra play, go for the dummy, do the one-two and get in on the goal rather than chip your easy points because there's not going to be that many scores out there for them, especially the way they attack. So they're going to have to go for them. So it's, it's, it's a case of like, just in the meetings, in your meetings, building up to the week, it's just a constant reminder. If we get that chance, lads, be brave and go for it. And it will give such a lift. Like that Dairy crowd are going to absolutely be baying for blood. They're going, to, they're going to react to everything. You give them a goal, the place is going to erupt. So it's, it's important for Kerry as well to not let that happen.
2: I, for me with Derry... I expect a massive performance from this weekend. All year, we're we're talking about building up to be ready for an all Ireland semi-final. Yes, they wanted to retain the Ulster Championship, but you remember how flat they were, how disappointed they were at that semi-final performance against Galway last year. Their performance against Cork, look, needless to say, they came out and said this themselves after the game, is going to be absolutely nowhere near good enough. They weren't great going forward. We said Shane McGuigan had an off day, but they were porous defensively as well. And we said that with Cork. Cork Cork caused Kerry problems in Porky Weave in that game but they don't have the natural killers up front to really punish that if Derry perform remotely like they did against Cork in that quarterfinal Kerry would win this game with more than 10 points that's the reality of it but I don't expect them to do that I think Derry will be a hell of a lot better today you look when Rory Gallagher was in charge they were the most organised coached Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it was like straight off the training everything they did defensively attack it was just there was no real natural flair allowed him but that was really effective for Derry up to a point I would imagine they have a serious plan for Kerry this weekend everyone be honest about the lads we're kind of writing them off the reaction to their performance against Cork despite the fact they're back to back Ulster champions they're not really been given a chance in this game and it's the same with the game on Saturday as well which we'll touch on as well but for me I think Derry will be a lot better defensively they'll have some sort of plan they've got natural matchups in terms of McKay can go on Clifford um. McKinless has got to be key to that central set defence he might look and try and pick up Potty Clifford the key thing for Derry we've said it all along lads scoring power they I would say Derry are at this level now top 4 team and that's probably it I don't see them winning this game but for Derry if they want to take that next step and be Kerry they have to be braver in their attack and it cannot be they cannot allow this to happen where it's Jason Foley picking up Shane McGuigan and not just Shane McGuigan trying to win that battle that's a brilliant battle and as we like said McKagan and Clifford at the other end they're brilliant things to look forward to on Sunday but it can't just be McGuigan on his own and are bringing everyone back and they allow Tyg Morley and the rest of the Kerry defence to sit in front of Shane McGuigan because then they are under serious pressure to win this game they need to uh, but, but they, they can't allow that be. they can't allow Morley to dictate this game like Tyrone like Tyrone put Michael O'Neill at centre forward and Morley like leave him off that guy is going to have absolutely zero impact on that game and Morley can just sit in front of McCurdy and Canavan Paul Cassidy can score he loves his shot he'll have about 10 shots in the game they need to try and have him up the pitch so Morley has to mark him but if you you bring loads of bodies back you're not going to contain Kerry you're not going to shut them down I agree with you but I think they'll score I can see Kerry scoring 115, 116 possibly more even with Derry's defensive system. So you have to bring something else up top. If you bring everyone back and just leave McGuigan to deal with Foley and Morley and Tom Sutton sort of and all these guys on his own, he, he's got no chance of winning the game. He needs a supporting cast, and it's about being brave, keeping Ethan Doherty up the pitch, asking questions that Kerry defence. If you bring everyone back, you're allowing Kerry to play the defensive system they want. Tyke Morley be like a Rolls Royce again. I think that's a key for Derry to try and occupy him and give McGuigan a go at dealing with Foley because if it's just man-on-man plus two or three extra Connor, Jack Barry and Tyke Moore, they're all dropping back. I I, I agree with you. I think that's what Terry will most likely do because that's what we've seen from them in every single game to date, unless they have a Jim McGuinness master plan here and and they start playing on the front foot, which they might because they've known themselves since last year's game against Galway. We struggle at the really, really highest end to get scores. This is the game. This is what they've been building towards. This is the old, they're back in an all Ireland semi-final. Are they going to be brave enough? But, but, but if I see them, and you know, within the first five minutes on Sunday, they bring everyone back, and Morley's just sitting there at top of the D, and Shane McGuigan is running his heart out, but he's just not going to be able to impact the game enough. That's I don't see Derry having enough in their locker if that's their approach. They need something more up front, and I think they've got Cassidy, Ethan Doherty, the guys that can't score. They can't score. It's what's their approach to this, but if they bring everyone back and allow Kerry to dictate the terms of this,
1: I think... They're just not going to win the game that way. It's, they can't. But James, are, are, are Derry not good enough and have they not perfected that system that they've been playing for the last few And they've evolved it as well a little bit. Are they not good enough to disrupt
0: Kerry? They are. 100% they are. But you're, you're talking about even the games they've won. They're keeping teams down to 13, 14 points. Yeah. Like 11 points, 1-8 isn't going to beat anyone never mind a Derry or a Kerry or whoever that is but Kerry even against the most defensive, defensive teams I think they'll always be able to manufacture a free manufacture a shot you know sneak a goal they'll always get to 15-16 that's what top teams do and they'll even beat that I think so as much as Derry are going to disrupt Kerry say they keep them down to 16 points they still have to go and kick 17 themselves like seventeen points, there's kicking in that if you're if you're attacking slowly and you're kind of and you're dropping everyone back, there's so much work in that. So I think the the way they're going to have to do it is two eleven. That's their way to seventeen. Yeah, it, it's going to have to be their only way of doing it. Just go for the jugular, and then your freeze keep you in the game and you have a chance. But that matchup between Foley and Mc is going to be a brilliant game because I a brilliant matchup because I think the Foley has evolved into. Arguably the best fullback, definitely one of the best fullbacks in the country. And McGuigan is an out and out predator. He's a terrific player. But the way McGuigan plays, he doesn't look for that many kick passes. And I think that's where Jason Foley eats fellas up. When the ball is kicked out in front of them, he has the pace. He loves he loves a race. You can hear him by you. I'd say he was a two hundred meter. I think he was a hurdler. Definitely two hundred meter runner. But he just he can go. He, when the ball is kicked in, he's beating the fellow to the ball and he's he's Maybe, absolutely uh, well, demoralising them by the not carry, look, letting them win you it.
2: You can't help himself. So. Carry lads have themselves the final already here. Look. Um, Yes dude. No, and that's the no, other no. I Anyone who i West down and Kerry I don't. people are like, can't wait can't wait to play the dubs in the final. That's what they're all saying. So they could be caught. But anyway, uh, for, wow. for, McGuigan is gonna play well on Sunday lads. McGuigan is gonna McGwigan is gonna yeah, I think he, on Sunday. He's a he's a massive leader. But he will I I need confident that he is gonna he'll have that battle with Foley and agree. I think at both ends of the pitch, McKay and Clifford is gonna be box office as well. But i would I think McGrigan will do well because he's he's just he is grade A, but he needs the the guys around him to come in with the two or three points from play as well. And I agree, go the midfield battle again. When you when you break it down, and go, how did Derry win this game? A lot more needs to go right for Derry to get over this hurdle than it does does for Kerry. I expect no more so. Clifford had a quick game the last day. Clifford's going to hit some spinners on Sunday, and I just I think there's a case for Derry to win this game, but but I. I've said all along and we've all said all along that, that the shooting power at the very, very highest level and they're playing the top dogs here, I think that's going to catch them. And I, and I haven't seen anything in the last seven months that, that has changed my mind. On that. I think they, without a doubt, they'll cause Kerry problems at different stages in this game on Sunday. But I just think Kerry,
1: Kerry answered a hell of a lot of questions in that win over Toronto. and expected to kick on. I think they'll win this game. But yeah, that's an interesting one to bring up the Tyrone game. It felt like... Kerry were uh, putting a few demons to bed there in that game James is there a chance that they got up for it like we saw them get up for the Munster final and then they had a flat performance against Mayo a couple of weeks later is there a danger of that this time happening again can you can you replicate that aggression and that kind of focus that they had
0: I when it gets to semi-final stage I don't think there's any taking the eye off the ball if that's kind of where you you were kind of coming from like I know that the, the Tyrone thing is always going to get carry up for it because it's Tyrone and the history and the, the bad defeats that we got against them and the tension and the contrasting styles, it's so exciting and the supporters love playing each other. Like that's all massive. But when you get to semi-final, it's about taking care of business. Nobody wants to win a glamour tie of a semi-final. You just want to be in the final. Like there's only one goal is to be in that final. I've lost some epic semi-finals it's depression central nobody wants to be involved in the classic all you want to do is go out do your job get over the line get into that final so I think the Kerry as much as they got up for Tyrone you're saying there might be a come down after that I don't think so I think this is a completely new game everything else is forgotten same for Derry they've had they won Ulster they had to park it they've won other games they've had to park them and just concentrate on the next one and if anyone takes it eye off the ball here, you're you're gone. It's not it's not worth the risk. Um, matchups wise, so we mentioned
1: Paddy mentioned McGuigan on Foley, McCague on Clifford. Yeah, pick out another
0: two. Key I think match-ups there. I think they're kind of short. Like it depends on what McKinless does for Derry. I don't know, Paddy, what you reckon, but. I don't think McInnes wants to mark necessarily you know he's an animal he's a he's a dog in a way in a great way Do you know like he's an unbelievable fella to have better to going
2: the other way maybe it could Conor Doherty go on
0: on Paddy Clifford I, I think that the midfield ones I think Rogers. I was actually I was actually thinking of McCluskey would he ever would he ever go on Paddy Could that be a matchup for them the McCluskey go yeah. out there And free up McKinley. who goes on
2: Sean O'Shea either?
0: Yeah that's where They're short the one But you wouldn't put You wouldn't put McCluskey on Sean O'Shea Oh well McC- McCluskey must be Must be five five six or 5-7 Sean six six one And a bit I don't that think that McCluskey was... is that small But there is a height difference so Could McCluskey could see <laughs> <laughs> <He's not playing. laughs> I just remember that, I remember that picture of him chasing Clifford and he was up to his knee he was oh, he was a the, minor he was yeah. Yeah. A minor. the he was
2: 15 years
1: later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think you have a point though about Sean O'Shea and, and the danger that he's going to pose could we possibly see Kieran McFall drop into midfield and Rodgers moving back into no. defence for this game no they shouldn't do that. Rogers needs to
2: play. We've said this. Rogers is good going forward. I think Jack Barry will have a role to pick up Rogers, and then it be glass and Durbin O'Connor. Like, But you can't... Look at Rogers the
0: semi final last year. He was playing full-back on coma. That's, that's the That's... That would be, as you said last week, Paddy, it that's not Derry going out to win the yeah, game then. That's it's- a step back.
2: Like, and that's why I just think Derry... This is not the first rodeo. They've been here. This is... I, I think they'll have a big performance at the weekend and, and things like that of taking Rodgers out and go you go back and try and deal with Sean I don't even think that's a good matchup anyway but I think they need to go for this game go for it they don't do an arm <laughs> just like we'll try and contain 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 because of all the teams you're, you're not going to contain contain Kerry you've got 15 guys on the ball I agree with you I mean, Kerry are still going to rack off the guts of 16 17 scores and it's I'd love to see Derry, I'd love to see them come out with something new that they've had this master plan, like you say, a Jimmy Guinness type thing and they've been waiting for this day and here it comes. I, I, I think the challenge, I don't, I think it's very difficult for Kerry and for Dublin on Saturday night to reach the height of their quarterfinal performances because that was like, but you just knew for both those teams there was like a build-up that was like, people are questioning us we're not playing our best we're playing really teams we don't like that's the long and the short of it we don't like Mayo Kerry don't like Tyrone. you could see the intensity in their play it's very hard to do that all the time so that's I don't I'd be surprised if Kerry were as good I thought that was the standout performance of the season from any team their, their demolition of Tyrone. so Kerry come down a little bit I think there would be a hell of a lot better than their core performance and it can be tight like I said Derek for straight teams but they need something more to win this game and that's I think the key is how brave they are in attack to not let Kerry dictate the defensive structure um, I think McKay will do okay on Clifford as, as good as you can and then you're, you're relying on we said this all the time with Clifford you're relying on you're, the guys around to give you a bit of a dig out as well McCluskey's a very good player he's not just a midget as Jimmy would call him he can he can he He's a brilliant defender. Whether it's Sean Shea, whether it's Ganey, if he's in there. like Derry have lots of good parts. We've said this all along, but this is the cream of the crop. And being really good is not enough. You need to be excellent all over the pitch. And I think, I, I just, I, I think it will be a shock if Derry win this game. I think it will be a big shock. Despite the fact they're back-to-back Ulster champions.
0: The trap, the trap that I can see that I can see there for Kerry, and Paddy, you kind of touched on it there is, is that intensity thing. I don't think that Derry play an intense game at all. If anything, the opposite. The game is played slowly and the crowd just drop a bit. And if Kerry gets sucked into that that low intensity style of play, then it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to kind of pick yourself up. They need to almost Pretend that it's not Derry they're playing at the start and just go at it. Set their own intensity for that game because if they respond to Derry's level of intensity, it could be quite low and it, Kerry don't like to operate around there. They want to play this kind of frantic... Yeah, they need to start. They need to go. Yeah, they need to go after it. I think that the one thing that Derry are caught at at the back and Derry are excellent defensively. Their team defense is no doubt about that. They have great team ethic. Aerially, if you look at Clifford, Ganey... Shawnee Shea they could be caught there McCaig fair enough is, will match up nicely with Clifford but the other two I can see Ganey catching one or two Kerry focused on it against Galway in the final last year and, and it really paid off early just get some cheap scores just get it over get it over a couple of those lads head and get a cheap mark and it, it just settles you into the game what about Arnold Lynch and the kickouts I can see Kerry going
2: big time on this like Kerry won the midfield the kickout we've we'll seen Morgan talking about it earlier in the week Kerry will have a plan for that. I, I think I think that's an area where Kerry can make hay as well. The I mean, Rogers and Glass might say something different about that. But I think the setup, I think they can put pressure on Oran Lynch as well. I think that's a key. But we say this all the time. Kick out battles is massive. We've seen the impact they had the quarterfinal. And again I just see that I'd have a question mark on that for Derry. Um, and I think Kerry will have yeah. a plan for that.
0: Will he will he want to go along? Like if you even if you singled out those two midfield battles there, you have Rogers against Jack Barry say and Dermot O'Connor on glass like the, I couldn't pick a, a dramatic winner there like it's not going to be, it's not going to be very one sided either way I think that I think they will probably go long if they're pressed because it's, it's not worth the risk to, to kind of go short is but, it? But
2: isn't it a big ass James on, on Dermot O'Connor now that, that he put in a monster performance but but the reality is people Jack O'Connor saying people are questioning him they questioning the midfield because it probably wasn't operating at the highest level Barry and O'Connor up to that point now their quarterfinal performance was outstanding but it's again it's a big ass for him to have such an incredible performance again this week he's going to be right up against Connor Glass kind of under the radar because that court game was pretty uh, wasn't a great watch but Connor Glass was exceptional in that game again and in terms of consistency Glass and Rogers have been doing it the best part of 18 months like I just think that's a fascinating battle. And look, the, the, well, maybe the more you talk about, as you can see, there's there's areas where Derry can get an advantage here. But I just think the collective, their, the style of play they play will get them and keep them in the game and get them to a certain point. But against of all the teams to try that kind of containment side of things, I, I just don't think that's going to be enough to beat Kerry. And I think Kerry turned the corner the last day. It's a big ask for the get to those, that high pitch again. But I've th- I seen a lot of question marks that I had over Kerry all through this season answered and that's their own thing. And I didn't think they were capable of getting there this season. I really, really didn't. And that's why, and plus the fact that Marco Shea said this, Cliff wasn't great the last day. I'd expect it to come out. That's why I think McGregor is saying Players of that quality, they don't have two off games in a row. I expect it to have a big impact, even with McCain. I can't wait to see that that battle. But... Um, I, I just I'm just leaning towards Kerry. I think everyone is, are not they? Tommy. I know Jimmy is. Jimmy's has to carry down by ten points. I don't, do I
0: don't, I don't. Definitely not. Well, Tommy. Honestly, I, Jimmy. Well, Why do you talk me through this? Well alright so put it this way. Kerry's best beats Derry's best. But Derry's best will beat Kerry's eighty percent. Or Kerry maybe get making a few mistakes tactically, Derry will beat them. Like they're well Derry are well able to win this game. But when we're kind of assessing teams or we're going through teams, we're thinking of everyone playing at their max. Do you know what I mean? We're thinking Clifford's gonna be brilliant, McGuigan's gonna be brilliant. Connor Glass is going to be fantastic. Dermot is gonna be the same again, and then you're weighing him up and you're thinking, All right, Kerry, shade it. Like it's 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 almost crystal ball stuff in trying to pick in trying to see what's happening. But the thing is that I don't at the end of the day, it comes down to scores. You can do everything right. You come down to your conversion rate. Are you doing great build up, great defence, and then getting in front of the goals and not taking the right decision or kicking it wide? So it just depends, can Derry rack up those seventeen points, which is gonna be the main question of the game. Yeah. Shooting efficiency was a massive
1: thing as well with with You saw it in the hurling as well with and Limerick leaving so much behind him. Derry cannot afford it. I think you guys have mentioned the goals there. That's going to be key. Um, I love a good underdog story. But um, unless those things go perfectly for Derry at the weekend, I I can definitely see them causing savage problems to Kerry, but we've kind of seen Kerry react to adversity. We saw them react against Dublin when Dublin put the squeeze on them in that second half last year in the semi-final. That, to me, showed really good signs of that Kerry side. They were able to... um, Emerged in that arm wrestle against Galway in the All Ireland final. And again, the response against Tyrone really impressed me. So, um, just on Derry football ads, they won their second All Ireland in four years at the weekend. They bet Monaghan. They've been in four Ulsters. They've won four Ulsters at the last nine. They've been in seven finals. Half their panel is still on the race next year. And their boss is Damian McElhain, who has kind of done a little bit what Jack O'Connor did. He, he guided Derry out of Division 4 um, back in 2019. He's gone back now to coach the minors. Jacko obviously had coached Kerry to the All Ireland in 09 and was back coaching back to back minor All Ireland titles in 14 and 15. So uh, unbelievable work going on in Derry football. And they are a force to be reckoned with. Let's take a quick break and come back on episode 29 of the Football Pod. We're going to be back right after this, talking about the real underdogs. Like, let's talk about Monaghan, because Monaghan deserves some proper credit going into this game this weekend. And let's hear how you think they can take down the dubs. You are very welcome back to episode 29 of the Football Pod with Paddy Anders and James O'Donoghue. It is All-Ireland semi-final weekend. We have decided to do a special Talson Cup bonus pod later this week. As requested from the Royal County, I'm sure it'll be interesting down as well. So, um, we will be doing a special episode later this week focusing on that game. So, uh, tune back in for that. It'll be in the football pod feed hopefully Thursday night or Friday morning. Looking ahead to the Royal Rumble between Down and Mead. Last one, so past that.
2: Down and Mead, back in yeah. Crow Ground again. Hopefully.
1: Hopefully on the way the back, Royals yeah. Are, that 1991 final, I don't know if you watched it, during. I have seen, uh, it, I have
2: seen it many times. The
1: gold games been played, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Conor Rourke in pneumonia, comes on at half-time and nearly Lord pulls the game it, out of the fire. He's need some How did I, he get pneumonia before the all earned? I don't know the actual full story, but I just know he had it. He, he, he's going to need some
2: magic this Saturday if they're going to get it out of that game. <laughs> I'll tee that up uh, for our preview pod. Uh, but anyway,
0: I think that's the main event that's after
2: the Teltic Cup on Saturday evening.
0: The first the main event is Sunday Nah
2: Jimmy
0: get off Dubs, <laughs> dubs are on the only show no. <laughs> this,
1: this is my question In a year that Desi Farrell Has turned around And brought back Stephen Cluxton, Paul Mannion Jack McCaffrey Colly Bascal, And Pat Gilroy To be his water boy <laughs> Is there any hope in hell That the Dubs Take their eye off the ball This weekend No Come on, you just slagging James there saying the Kerry Boys and West Pair centre all the Do final. I think they'll
2: take their eye off the ball? No. I d I I don't think any of these four teams will take their eye off the ball. I think they're so well, battle hardened over the championship now. This is the point you were making, Jimmy. It's the focus now, they're so close to the biggest prize. Like semi-final. like they will be switched on. There's no genuinely and then we could have taken a mick a bit with Kerry. Complacency at an all in the semi final. We happened to us once, very famously, nine years ago, and a but never happened again. I think doubling the experience they have, th- there will be no taking their eye off the ball. People like Packer, people like Stephen Cluckston. That's why, you, and I remember on this part, you guys questioned saying why is Clucko coming back and it's sprouts of desperation and all that good stuff. I said this before, the Mayo game and the build-up to that, these guys are back to win the All-Ireland. That is the absolute yeah. focus and no disrespect to National League games in February and March. The, this is what it's about and that's why I expect Dublin to be utterly focused on Saturday night for the challenge of Monaghan because we said about Monaghan every single game we spoke about Monaghan this season they're not going to have enough here they're not going to perform they're not good enough at that level they have answered their critics they're in the All-Ireland semi-final on merit they will ask questions of Dublin they're very very well set in how they play they'll keep the ball they'll work the ball up the pitch really precisely and then they'll bank on these strike runners the likes of Conor McCarthy. Carlo O'Connell, that's how they'll try and hurt teams. I don't think that is enough to beat Dublin at all, but but in terms of what they'll bring and how organised they'll be, they will. we expect that from Manon, but Dublin will be ready for that. 100%. I don't expect... I, I think it'll be difficult for Dublin to reach that height again of what their second-half performance against Mayo, similar to what I'm saying with Kerry, but I think they will be focused and they'll be ready for that challenge with Manon. Because to be fair with man. No more so than there, you know exactly how they're gonna play. <laughs> you know it's, they're gonna try and work that ball up the pitch, get the runners, either get McCarthy on the end of things or get McCarran on the loop. I, I expect McManus, similar to my, what Jack McCaffrey, I think both of those guys, talismatic players, so I don't think they'll
0: either of them will start. I think will see McCarran. Could he start McManus though, just to I, I
2: know even as good as he was the last I I think you're kinda you know, Jimmy, when you get to this stage of the championship it's very there's not gonna be sweeping changes to a team. I know, you know uh, I I can see McCaffrey coming off the bench. I can see McManus coming off the bench to try and have that impact. I, I'd be surprised if either of those guys started for Dublin or Manon at the weekend, but I uh
0: You d- what would be sickening for me is to see to see McManus come on and the game the game done.
2: Yeah, and that's the danger. You know? that's like the
0: if danger. they leave it go too long or if they have a bad first half and next thing it's like, right McManus, come on. You need you need to be in the game when he comes on yeah. or else start him. Because th- there's no second chances.
2: Might, might he go over McCarran?
0: He could. Well, I, he could. Well, I, I don't could.
2: see the, the, the very game. I was at this game where it was McManus and McCarron started in the Ulster semi-final up in Healy Park against Derry, and it was a catastrophe. It was Monnett's poorest performances. They were absolutely annihilated. I don't see Vinny Curry making that mistake again. You look at their best performances. He has been absolutely brave, and the fillet of is called horses for courses. The turnaround, a month later, after that obliteration by Derry, they go up and nearly beat them and sell the in Celtic Park. They, they make the big changes. Change I, I thing, think yeah. if there's a change, it might be McManus for
0: McCarran. But that, I, so that's what I thought you said. I thought you said put him in for McCarran. I think but even the way, but, but
2: th- I don't think it, I think McManus is going to get, see, I can see 45 minutes on the clock here. Himself, yeah. I him just think it would McCartney be a shame if the game was over at the same time so. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but yeah. you see the way the Dublin attack as well I don't think if Davy Byrne starts he's not going to be going up the field like a like a McCluskey for Derry when they were caught that day Fitzsimons doesn't really want to bomb I'll on you you as mean, much
2: if it was McManus and McCarran they would be
0: they're gone yeah yeah maybe so and you hate to be that fella that they're targeting as well and that you know. Like the, dub, I, the, the, the dubs, they're so cute. What they do is you'll be marking one of them. Say you're marking Fitzsimons. Fitzsimons will go. And then when he comes back, they'll swap to put a fresh fella on you and Fitzsimons will rest. A freshie. And then the fresh fella will bomb up the field and he'll come back. And then very likely they'll do it again and a third time. So you're after doing three lengths of the field. You're after doing a set of mass runs there. Have you been have you been in a big game against the Dubs and realized they were doing that? Target yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was never the target. I was too yeah, fit. Was, huh? we'll I, used to, I used to I them. used to be you're jogging done backwards done. following them. I'd be jogging back and i say this <laughs> all you got. <laughs> but no, it is a great idea. Like I'm going to start writing down you're these be ideas because honestly, I'm going to be a savage coach. coach. You're wasted huh? on the football.
2: You're like, it's your <laughs> farewell show is coming.
1: Garbrook's. This is like, like and like all over again. You'd be gone.
0: Cornerback has so much more to do with the mark their man. Like, even that, take him for a jog, get you out of defence, make a run ahead of the ball. Like, a cornerback has some influence. People don't even realise what they're at they, after. Yeah, back in the
2: day, it was just, just that.
0: Like, yeah, they're yeah. disrespected. I,
2: I think, that, look, the, the challenge yeah. for the Dubs, uh, kind of sweating over. Owen Merchant picked up a knock, obviously, in the, in the semi-final. Yeah. he's
0: surely gone Hammer.
2: hard to know because he played on so what's kind of is that cramp or has he actually pulled something there because he's going full tilt for about ball with Ryan Dunahoo, and it looked like he's pulled something and you're like shit we've said this two week turnarounds particularly with guys who kind of have a build up of injuries You think oh that's, a, that's an issue but then he plays on for a couple of minutes after and I go maybe, maybe it was just cramp because it was kind of midway through the second half so we don't know I think he's a massive influence because if, if McCaffrey doesn't play it's exactly what you were talking about, Jimmy, and this is a key attacking trait for Dublin, is having those runners from deep. If you take McCaffrey and Merchant out, you're losing that go-forward piece. Because Howard, Howard naturally wants to sit. Davey Byrne and Fitzsimons do it kind of rarely. They're more defenders than the other two. And then we've got McCarty and Fenton in the midfields. So having that depth and that penetration from deep is such a, a crucial tool for Dublin's attack, and particularly against the way Monaghan are going to set up. Monaghan have loads of bodies back, and we've said it time and time again. When they're playing against that type of defence, you need patience, but you need strike runners. Monaghan are going to try and do that to Dublin, to try and get the likes of Carlo Connell, etc., on the ball. But Dublin having a McCaffrey, having a Merchant, having that real, just raw pace coming through. In the terms of their attack, you're banking on Colin has had He had a brilliant man of the match against Kildare down in Normal Park. they are gone, OK, everyone knows he has that talent. He's really decisive, definitive as a player. But the Mayo performance was take it out of the game like Dublin against Mayo, Crow Park, Full House, you perform in that game and you are, you've are, you arrived, you're announcing yourself on the scene, so he's a problem that Monaghan have to try and solve now, as well as, and this is the positive for Daisy Farrell, there's always the Khan issue, and, and the more so than Clifford and McGuigan and the other semi-final. Khan wasn't shooting the lights out against Mayo, so expect a big performance from him, and we probably got the best, from a Dublin perspective, best 35 minutes out of Paul Mannion since he's come back in that second half. performance
1: Mm. well even, even, the, the, first first minutes, 10, even the first 10 minutes even the first 10 minutes of a the
2: second there, half there's, yeah. there's Mano there's what he can do so no more so that, so Kerry the dubs answered a lot of questions
0: are they gonna start Kieran Kilkenny he didn't look 100% fit when he came on the last day I thought I don't think so he, I he, he, he looked to be gym. moving that he, comfortably he
2: he's had knocks and niggles and things like that and we don't know behind the scenes The more so with Merchant is he, is he 100% fit or not if you're a Tessie Farrell you can kind of you could go, I'm just going to pick the same team. You know, we've always made a couple of changes, and I expect there probably will be one or two changes, but you could easily make the case for, for as you turn around and go, these boys did the business in our biggest test of the year. Let's go with that again. But, like, what a, what a problem. <laughs> what a problem to have that, oh, will we start one of the best players of the last decade or not? You know, that, that's the plus. And we said it last year, Dublin were in this scenario and the year before, against Mayo when they lost that semi-final, that that depth wasn't there. That was the problem. You feel like there's options there now. And it's a clean bill of health. Is Costello ready to go? Is Manny ready to go? Is Kilkenny ready to go? And that's... Uh, look, Monaghan have done an incredible job to get to where they are now. But I just think Dublin have just more options, more scoring power. And I just... Jimmy, you said it yourself. Kerry and Derry. Kerry's best beats Derry's best. Dublin's best beats Monaghan's best. And, and even... Dublin I don't think would we'll probably even need to get to that level of performance that they got in that second half against Mayo and I still think they'll have too much for Monaghan in this game.
1: Make, make a case James what can Monaghan do because we spoke about Derry being underdogs this weekend Monaghan are by far and away the biggest underdogs they
2: the love weekend. being underdogs now. <laughs> Every time
1: they're underdogs they, they win. Yeah, yeah but it suits
0: them but it suits some teams because they, they, they play do? a certain way. The first thing I think that, that Monaghan are going to need to do is match Dublin physically. Because in the second half, the last day, in that third quarter, Dublin took control of the, of the game physically against Mayo and just turned the tide. Not only do you need to match Dublin, you need to be the aggressor. You need them to think, "Fuck it, this is this is different. Yeah. This is not an semi final. Like, this is this is the match of your life here for the Manheim fellas. Like it has to be a case of." you're overly aggressive, you're overly physical, and you're letting down a marker. That's the first thing. That's almost a non-negotiable for them because they're not going to go in here and play ball and win. They have to be that. The second thing that they need is to be at least 80% conversion in front of goals. Like, There's no point in them doing the aggression, having the right attitude, and going up the field and missing because they, were, they did miss a lot against Armagh 48% Jimmy, conversion rate sc- yeah Bannigan had a few how many rides. scores do
2: you think Manor are going to get this on Saturday
0: night well if they have 80% I think I think they have more chance of getting to 15-16 almost than, than Derry do against Kerry for some reason really? I think that I don't think. like well no it's hard to know it's hard to know but it, it's, it's it's a must for oh it. I
2: agree they have, they have to, do to, it
0: to win the like, game they have to get 80% they're not going to get that many shots anyway they have to get at least well, 80% I, I think
2: the issue for, for mana Jimmy is like if you if you're playing Dublin and this is like, if you would say and you said every time you talk about Dublin Jimmy because you think they're useless, is the full back line. It's a yeah. It's a, <laughs> a Jimmy's the under the line. highest of horse. They haven't conceded a goal all chapter. Jimmy's still banging. But generally, you would say okay, can we get the ball inside really really quickly and target that full back line? That is not how I play. It's not.
0: No, I, it's not. The Dublin full-back and safe this it's, weekend, definitely.
2: Carry the ball, carry the ball, carry the ball. Whether it's McManus or McCarron, whoever it is, they're not guys that will sprint out, McCarron certainly not, and win the ball from a 50-yard kick pass. It will be the way Monaghan attack actually suits Dublin's defensive system. It kind of nearly plays into their hand a bit that they'll be really methodical and allow Dublin to get bodies back. If you're Dublin, you say, John Small, Conor McCarthy's their scorer. Go out, even though he's playing deeper... We say, you've said it we've played against Conor McGregor he plays up the pitch in the half forward line he, he can be got at he, he doesn't really impact the game as much he's had a new lease of life coming from deep and he's been so instrumental in key moments for Monaghan in getting them to this point but the Dublin says, Smalley just go up the pitch and just take him out I've played in, in Dublin teams He's just he's been doing it for, for years. We've seen it in the league final with Eton Doherty as well. It's just a case of if, I put put it this way, when he's playing the team with Smalley and he's given a job to do, whether it was Peter Hart or whoever it might have been, and do Dublin do that at the weekend and say he takes him out? Small wins that battle with Conor McCarthy. Now, we're, now where a man against scores from? If if you take him out, are they relying on a Herculean effort from Carl O'Connell? which you probably get, but is that going to be enough? Uh, and that's. Like whatever about I I think Derry are a better team than Monaghan, I think they have shown that they have them the champ in comfortably in the Ulster champion. Now they have to draw on the, the 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 group stages, but they're the Ulster champions. I don't think Monaghan are at that level, and and I, I just think I said this there, I thought our man would beat them, um I didn't think they'd score enough, but our man just decided to try and bore themselves through to the semi final and that played at the Monaghan's hands. I don't think that's going to be the luxury Monaghan will have this weekend. I think the scoring issue. Oh, I I think it's a big ask for them to, no more so than Derry needing goals. I think Monaghan needs <laughs> need two or three goals to to win this game. And I I don't see that. I just don't see the way they play
0: asking the hardest questions of how Dublin set up at the back. Yeah, like if if if, if Monaghan are to play like that underdog, like they're going to have to go after Cluxton as well, like Big Style. I I don't know. I know that a lot of teams are, are afraid of Cluxton and rightly so because. He's so accurate and he can pick you off. But if you're going to be doing something different, you have to. So I don't know are they going to are they going to push up and try and limit Dublin's possession? They're going to have to do something because if they just let Cluxton be pinging balls out to the forty five and have Dublin on you, they're not going to have enough ball because Dublin rarely actually give the ball back to you in open play. They're not they're not a team that cuffs up possession all the time. think the and have to get possession off Cluxton. A couple of times a half at least. They can't let him be 100% on his kick-out. That would be a sin. And just the exact same on the other side of the field. Begin needs to have a worldy of a day. Because Dublin are, they're going to be watching videos of him for the last two weeks. They're going to have homework done. Like He has to have a great day. Manhattan need to guarantee possession there as much as possible. If you're chasing Dublin, it's a long afternoon in krupp Park. Like and as well, if 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 you're kicking the ball out, Dublin are pushing up, right? You're playing in Crow Park in All Ireland semi-final. It's eighty percent Dublin in the in the crowd. Bacon kicks the ball, Fenton catches it. The ground fucking shakes. Like you can't give him that. You can't give them that. Like you have to play it so cute. So I think even when it comes to being the underdog in game management, they have to kill the crowd as well. They somehow in the in the first half it has to be. A contact lens or some or something like that, like the Like Nikki Quinn. There has to be something there. They have to somehow not let the crowd into the game because, in fairness to we, Dublin supporters, give it, are incredible. Give it to
2: me straight here. Give it to me straight yeah. here. Who's winning this game on
0: Saturday night? I, I, I would be shocked if Dublin didn't win this game by yeah. the handicap, realistically. But that's not to say. No, I they, did. They'll really see they, they are going to fucking win the game, like. But that's what Manhun are going to have to do. Like they're going to have to do something different. Did the, the other thing that I was thinking? The other thing I was thinking the man need to do, because you said it, Paddy. Everyone knows what they're going to do. They're going to be a slow attack. They're going to loop and rather. I would say get Gary Mahan on top of Cluxton. And Bowling in the corner. And bomb him in. Let's just see how a 41-year-old goalie. And Cluxon is phenomenal, but I don't know how often they deal with that high ball. That, uh, like, I don't know on Cluxton but I, I do think we will see Gary Moan in on the edge of the square
1: for sure well if, they need, we if, might if be, they need three th- goals
0: th- if they need three goals or two goals you have to put it on top of the goalie there's a there's an avenue of one of them yeah potentially okay. I could see but that, imagine that play. but imagine that comes
1: off imagine that comes off 10 minutes into the game or 20 minutes into the game and Monaghan's yeah. still in the mix like the noise the energy like talk about the dubs and the energy be, The will of going to be in Crow Park this weekend
2: the disappointing day yesterday in the minor final but this is yeah. For them to be where they are, what Finney Curry's done, this is a massive. It's a, of course it's a huge. It's an All
1: Ireland semi-final, so it, there's going to be a massive Munster crowd as well. I know everyone is finding it impossible to look at the potential of a Dublin Kerry final, and it's hard to blame people for doing it. There are a lot of the commentaries around it, but like Derry and Monaghan are, are going to cause problems this weekend, and like. Down and Mead is going to be a shootout for the ages. I'll put it to you that way. There is going to be a proper throwback football this weekend at Down and Mead. So That is going to be going. We're going to have a special pod on late this week looking at that game. And we're also going to dig a bit more into the teams that have been named and look a bit more at a, at Kerry, uh, Derry, Monaghan, Dublin. You are listening to episode 29 of the football pod of Paddy Anders and James O'Donnell who is brought to you every week by AIB proud sponsor of the Senior Football Championship just to give the lads in the Hurling Pod a shout out they're just after announcing Joe Canning as their special guest oh. at the Borgosh Energy Theatre so that is on the Thursday night before our show um, so if you're a Hurling Pod fan make sure you get your tickets for that uh, half the proceeds for that are going to the Dylan Quirk Foundation um, and another charity as well so uh, well worth checking out that Um Paddy, just to mention, we have just surpassed uh, over 100 podcasts to the Football Pod, myself and yourself. What a journey it's been. Hey, that is that is an achievement. Most podcasts...
2: Manichois <laughs> and
1: crushing Love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> James, you've got to get another season in to get to that 100 mark. So. What am I on? He's going off coaching. He'll be coaching Kerry next year with all these ideas. You're on 70 yeah. Don't be heading off coaching anywhere yet next season. What, what
0: job would you take, oh. Jimmy? What <laughs> job would you Because
2: I'll be looking for you now after that analysis. I'd
0: today. take anything. I'd take anything man.
2: Would you do? You'd only do Division One. You wouldn't do
1: Division <laughs> I. I don't one. know if you the mic lower the writers, But you know there. the comedian Peter McGann, I'll send it on to you afterwards. He does this amazing uh, South Dublin bodybuilder uh, accent. And that's what you sound like right now. So <laughs> I think that's the right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I might do. That is. Uh, keep it in.
2: <laughs> keep it in. Jimmy for the would you do the Dublin job
0: Jimmy what's oh, that you? <laughs> you you know what you say would I take who don't say car would you take the Dublin too easy it's a gimme huh? <laughs> all right. I, I don't want to have that much money in my pocket I like no. to live in a nice <laughs> <life. laughs> I, I hope I hope you all enjoy ah, episode 29 I'm of the
1: so football pod we will be back Last later school. this week with a bonus episode we're coming to you twice again this week we'll be doing it throughout this season Um, thanks for the support and the interest in the Football Pod Roadshow it was class to see there was a huge demand there Uh, we are looking into a second night a third night a fourth night a fifth night we'll see what happens Taylor Swift thanks lads great stuff appreciate it cheers boys bye lads